Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the campfire. The only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction. In exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Shiny Happy Persons. He called this experience. I spent a night locked in the drunk tank. I wasn't alone. Please, allow me to tell you his tale. Asshole. When do I get my phone call? Belligerent, petulant. I was in rare form. This ain't a movie, boss. The cop was out of patience. I had thrown up in his cruiser. If you don't relax your hand, I can't roll your prints. Phone call now. Or else, I threatened. Or else what? You'll call your lawyer. You've been saying that since I yanked you out of that vehicle. Tell you what, I'll call him for you. What's his name? Busted. Guys like me don't have attorneys. Guys like me get public defenders. We meet them the same day they tell us what our plea deal will be. Guilty now or guilty later, it's a question of how much you get penalized for wasting the court's time. I don't consent to this arrest, I said. What does that even mean? I got a piss. Apparently, I was at the phase of intoxication where Professor Bill had left the building. His replacement for the remainder of the semi-conscious evening would be Angry Bill. The professor occasionally embarrassed the conglomerate. Angry Bill always did. Things could get decidedly worse. The cop rubbed his forehead. Let's make a deal. You agree to relax your hand so I can finish rolling you. And I agree to let you use the toilet before I put the handcuffs back on. I relaxed. He rolled, then mugshots. Sometimes you'll see a progression of arrest photographs. The person in them always looks worse over time. Not just because they're getting older, but because they keep getting arrested. They keep fucking up, compounding interest. After three or four arrests, good jobs are no longer on the table. After three or four convictions, good jobs are no longer in the room. Eventually, there are no jobs, just a series of prison sentences punctuated by brief stints topside for air. I still had a job, or so I hoped. Maybe if they didn't tow the company truck, Jimmer would never know about this little incident. Restroom is behind you. Wash your hands first, the cop said. Preaky, no, sanctimonious. Maybe the professor would make an encore appearance. I looked down midstream. I ignored the advice, earning a cock splotchy with fingerprint ink. My jeans got a little splashback from being dangerously close. Puke on the polo, piss on the pants, ink on the dink. Just needed to trust a fart for the whole enchilada. The cop cuffed me again, this time gently. He walked me back to the holding cell and dropped me off with some parting words. Listen, he said while removing the restraints. It's an overnight stay. I can't prove you were driving, so you're only booked on drunk and disorderly. You probably won't even have to post bail. You'll just get ROR'd until the next hearing. 
Do yourself a favor, yeah. Get some sleep. Don't dig the hole any deeper. He locked the cell, leaving me to ponder the mysteries of the universe. For the uninitiated, a drunk tank is a large room that is intended for overnight stays. The occupants wear their own clothes. You'll find no shower and no meal service. No beds, either. If you're lucky, it's mostly empty and you can sleep on one of the benches that run inside the bars. If you're not so lucky, you can sleep on the floor. If you're unlucky, and you get tossed in when a bunch of rowdy sailors is waiting for shore patrol to come calling, you ain't gonna get any sleep. Come morning, you'll be hauled to court for a scolding by the judge. You'll be sent home with a splitting headache and a summons for your trouble. I was ushered in after lights out, which doesn't mean darkness. The cops just dim the bulbs a bit, but they're bright enough for the desk sergeant to monitor the CCTV for fighting, medical emergencies, or escape attempts. It's mostly fighting. One time, I saw a beast of a man scream that he was going to rip the bars apart and walk home. He managed to get the door to shake on its hinges a bit before the cavalry came and hosed him down with pepper spray. The tank is not very well ventilated. We all spent the rest of the night coughing and crying more than usual. I needed a few minutes to adjust to the silence and the mood lighting. There was one other guy in the tank, but I couldn't look directly at him. He was sitting on the can, and the unspoken rule is you never make eye contact with a man who is doing his business. The toilet is in the corner, and the only privacy you get is what others choose to give. There's a sink next to it with no stopper and no soap. You can wet your beak if you're desperate enough to trust the county's definition of potable. Don't mind me, amigo. I'll just be hanging out over here, I said, hoping to set the right tone. Our enemies were outside the bars, not inside. My compatriot made no reply. I took no offense. He could be fighting the battle of which end to point toward the bowl. I've been there. Time passed in the jagged way it does above a certain back. My inebriation had plateaued, and I was loath to accept the night would go south in due order. There's an ebb and flow to drinking, and anyone with more than a handful of one-day chips will tell you abrupt stops lead to the worst hangovers. I felt a wave of panic when it occurred to me this would be my first uncontrolled descent in several months. I did not want to see if I'd be shaking like my mother would before her morning nips. I gambled and glanced at my new friend. He hadn't moved, still sitting on the toilet, though I noticed his pants were not down. Hey, buddy, I said. Are you okay? Me, I'm surprised you noticed me. All good, partner. I'm just biding my time. Figured I would check in on you before my next appointment. He was short and slight, but I knew better than to let my guard down. The little ones can be violent. Do I know you? I asked. Yes, but not in the way you're imagining. We've met before, and we'll meet again. In between, you brush against me so often I feel like we really know each other. I've got a little time to kill if you'll pardon the pun. So I felt like stopping by to exchange pleasantries, he said. He was talking in riddles, the hallmark of a certain kind of drunk. One that likes to wax poetic or even get philosophical. He'd get along great with Professor Bill. No offense, partner, but I can't quite place your voice. It doesn't help that you've got that hoodie cinched down. I said. He stood up and slipped off his sweatshirt, giving me a nauseating jolt of adrenaline. What I saw was impossible. He looked like me, and I don't mean a passing resemblance. He was an older version of me, and not much older. Try not to panic, he said. I always take the shape of your parting visage. Earlier in the evening, there was Professor Bill, who begat Angry Bill. 
who begat terrified Bill, who was looking at dead Bill, a spitting image, a doppelganger, a dead ringer. I'm not ready to go, I said, tears welling in my eyes. I'm sorry, I'm not here for you. I just wanted to catch up for a bit. My invoice this evening is for one of the police officers in the locker room upstairs. His wife has been cheating on him. He just found out via text message, so he's going to make himself have an accident while cleaning his gun. That way the kids get some of the insurance money. A muffled pop drifted down. That's my cue, Dead Bill said. Want to be a sport and save me another trip out here. What? I asked. I knew, I just didn't want to face it. Or face me. Something was happening nearby. Boots pounding up the stairs. Frantic voices. Why not join us for the journey? I'm coming back for you anyway. Maybe not today, but soon. Soon enough that you can see me. Nobody is watching the monitors. They're too busy trying to help their buddy. You've got some time, but you'll have to get your ass in gear. I can make it painless, but you've got to step up to the plate. What do you say, sport? Let's blow this pop stand. How? I asked. I knew, I just didn't want to admit it. Nobody took my shoelaces. I could tie them together and wrap one end around the bars. I'd just have to slip the knot end around my neck and let gravity take over. I closed my eyes. When I opened them, my laces were already in my hand. Clock's ticking, Dead Bill said. Make your choice. He put me in an impossible position. I was afraid of death, but I was killing myself slowly every day. I always thought I'd have more time, time to turn the ship around, but I was mortified at the prospect of seeing me again. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And likely soon, what joy could be left in life with that knowledge? No, I sobbed. Not today. Have it your way. Next time will be ugly. See you soon, kid. Dead Bill vanished, floating up and through the ceiling. I cried quietly for the rest of the night. My clock was ticking, and it was winding down. In the morning, I was released from custody. No charges were filed. They didn't even bother taking me to court. I called a buddy and caught a ride to my work truck. The cops didn't tow it. It was like the previous nine hours never existed. Like I had been given a second chance. Maybe I should go to church or go to a meeting. I thought about calling my old sponsor. I eased the truck onto the road and drove north. I decided to mull over my options at a nearby tavern. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. 
Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.